motherhood. These are our personal stories, and we are not mental health professionals. This is not a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health or personal advice. Hello, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Am Life Happen. I am your co-host, Jessica. And I'm your co-host, Samantha. This episode is a holiday edition of Resilient Moms. On this episode, we are joined by Giselle and Melanie, who are both moms and previous guests of our podcast. Today, we're going to talk about what they do to be resilient moms during the holidays with a question and answer session. Welcome, Giselle and Melanie. Hi. Hi. We are honored to have you both here to talk about such an important topic, how moms can feel more resilient during the holidays. Let's get started. All right, our first question, and we're going to start with Giselle. What does it mean to be resilient? I love this question. Yes, I was thinking about how can I explain this in a simple way? Um, to me, what resilience is, is essentially being able to face life's challenges, face the difficulties that come up in life, and develop the inner resources that allow us to move forward and to still create a life that is fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Um I hope that wasn't too long or too mouthy, but for me, I I definitely had a lot of, you know, willpower and grit and I moved through a lot of challenges and difficulties, but I was so unhappy and unfulfilled. And until I learned to develop some inner resources, get some support, get some tools uh, that allowed me to kind of overcome those things, move forward, not be stuck in them, um, that's when I was able to really create a fulfilling life. And I realized that it is possible to be truly resilient. Um, And yeah, even with your podcast and the guests that you have on here and the stories they share, it's that like we can, we can move forward and overcome so much. And uh, yeah. Thank you. Melanie, what about you? Well, when I think of resilience, um, I think of the the great metaphor of the wobble doll. Do you guys remember the the wobble dolls? Yeah, we will you push them over. Yeah, you push them over uh-huh. and they pop back up. <laughs> to me, that's that is the epitome of resilience, right? Is is we experience so many things in our lives that um, kind of knock us down, and to be resilient is to be a wobble doll and to bounce back. And, you know, sometimes it takes, it it takes a little longer because the thing Mm -hmm. is a little heavier to bounce back from. So Mm -hmm. your wobble might not bounce back immediately, but if you truly are resilient and you are able to implement resilience practices in your life, um, you're able to write yourself and you're able to, um, as Giselle said, overcome some of those obstacles. It doesn't mean things are going to be perfect or easy or fun or any of, you know, joyful, any of that, but it just means that you've developed develop the capacity to bounce back from things that maybe knock you down. Yeah. Yeah. I like both of those examples. Samantha. I got nothing to add to that. <laughs> I have absolutely <laughs> nothing to add after hearing both of those. I'm like, I, I'm like thinking of one thing and then the next person says it. So I'm like, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, so for me, being resilient means having the ability to adapt and bounce back from difficult situations, which is essentially what Giselle and Melanie said. 
um, I am now going to be picturing um, Weeble Wobbles <laughs> and singing their song. Um, but, you know, um, it's important. It's an important quality to have, especially as a mom, because there will be so many challenges and obstacles that we face. Um, so it's important to just identify what resilience is. Thank you guys for sharing. It's for that. you, right? I think that like, because yeah. we all have a little bit different nuances and how we manage and handle and what it mm -hmm. looks like, what I can take versus what somebody else can take and, and work through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Okay. And, it, and it comes okay. down to what we, like I said, like what support we have, what tools we have, what knowledge we have, mm -hmm. like as mm -hmm. we grow, the more things we overcome, the more wisdom we gain so that the next time we're faced with something, it's not as difficult to bounce. Right. Back, right? right. Yep. Exactly. So Giselle, what does it mean to be a resilient mom? I feel like that should be, those should be one word. <laughs> like they mean the same thing. <laughs> me, resilient and mom. Like, um, no, to me, like, like when we talk about resilience and being able to adapt, being resilient as a mom to me is, is adapting definitely to the millions and millions of changes. Like life comes at you real fast as a mom. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. the, the minute I get to know my kid she's a different kid I don't know what's happening it's like <laughs> spinning <laughs> and being like literally the change is warp speed I'm sure it slows down as they get older but uh just adapting to all of that but also evolving as a person like I've grown so much as a person through this process of having a child and figuring out who I am now and and being committed to my core values at the end of the day, because there's mm -hmm. so many times challenges will arise. She'll be going through something difficult. It will be new for her. It'll be new for me. Um, and just staying committed to what I value, which is being there, being support for her, um, sh being an example for her of resilience, being positive, a positive example for her. Mm -hmm. um, like staying committed to that is what keeps me resilient as a mom, I think. Wonderful example. Yeah. And our, our kids do change so fast. <laughs> I mean, it's like whiplash. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, Melanie, what does it mean to you to be a resilient mom? Well, I love this question because the first thing that comes to mind is what, <laughs> what it's not right. Being a resilient mom is not being perfect. Mm -hmm. um, so, mm -hmm. so being a resilient mom to me is really about offering yourself and your kids grace. Mm -hmm. That's the big mm -hmm. word that comes to mind with resilience. Um, you know, if we want to model resilience to our children, I think it's really important that we recognize that mistakes are learning opportunities mm -hmm. and that um, when we are knocked down by a mistake, that that we really um, try to model problem solving, that we try to model um, imperfection <laughs> and that mm -hmm. we really show our kids that it's okay to be imperfect. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to be a messy human. Um, I think to me, that's the most important thing about being a resilient mom is really modeling um, imperfection, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, because if, if, if we ourselves are sort of prone to perfectionism, um, I'm a recovering perfectionist, um, <laughs> that can, that can eke out into our kids, right? And then they have all these, you know, these sort of crazy weird expectations on themselves that, um, just aren't relevant as they're adults. Mm -hmm. So I think um, 
you know, the things that come to mind the most to me are, are words like grace and imperfection and, and, um, just modeling how you bounce back and how you move Mm -hmm. through those things. And then honestly being transparent about things that we're struggling with Mm -hmm. in an age appropriate way, right? Like we're not going (laughs) to share things that we're struggling (laughs) with that are not age appropriate, but you know, if it's something that they can handle, my son is 17, he'll be 18 next month. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, thinking about um, what he can handle now versus mm-hmm. what he could handle <laughs> as as an elementary student, um, it's a little bit different. But yeah, I think just being open, transparent, honest, offering grace, all of those things that you would offer to a friend, I think are, are those things that we think about, or at least I think about when it comes to being a resilient mom. Yeah, I love that. Grace, mm-hmm. problem solving, modeling imperfection, being transparent. I wrote a lot of things down. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, Samantha, what about you? Gosh, why do I have to keep following these up? Um, <laughs> the only thing I keep thinking about, I was just talking with another mom this morning and we were talking about d- how demanding motherhood is mm-hmm. and and the demands that are not you know, like this mm-hmm. invisible weight. And I, I honestly think Facebook knows that like, I'm needing to see these things right now too, because it keeps showing me these images and mom poems. And I'm like, are you in my brain? Mm-hmm. Like, um, but you know, just the fact that like, there is all of this weight and, and being able to, um, I don't know how to say this, like carry it, but not carry it. Right. Like, It's kind of a weird, I'm not even sure what to say, but like where you're able to use your strategies and all of that to work through a lot of the hard stuff that motherhood is, but then also knowing that you don't have to do it alone. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that for me is like my resiliency as a mother, right? Like I can do it, but I don't have to either. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That invisible weight is a lot. Huge. There's a lot of invisible weight on bombs. We put so yeah. much pressure on ourselves, so mm-hmm, much pressure mm-hmm, on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I mean kind of by being a recovering perfectionist, right? Yeah. <laughs> we put this pressure on ourselves to, you know, to be, you know, uh, June Cleaver. Yeah. If you will. I don't know if anybody will know that reference, but <laughs> I do. Um, but <laughs> I do. To be that like perfect TV mom. And that just doesn't yeah. exist. That's not mm-hmm. reality. Um, yeah. And to have a community of others that understand those demands and that weight, I think is Mm -hmm. really, really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, um, it's not about perfection. It's about progress. Um, and it's about getting back up after you fall. Um, it it means being a mom who can face any challenge that comes her way while still being able to take care of her family. And what resonated with me, um, uh, as I was thinking this through was grace. Um, Mm -hmm. and Melanie touched on it and I went, I did not put that in my notes. And it just kept ringing grace. Give yourself grace, give your kids grace, give your Mm -hmm. spouse grace. If you have a spouse, you know, uh, um, just grace, you need grace as a parent. Um, otherwise like Melanie said, (laughs) that perfectionist, you know, and I can tell you my first kid, um, that poor kid, I was the perfectionist mom. I was the June Cleaver mom. Um, I'm a cursor. I curse a lot. I didn't curse around him at all. He didn't see the real me. I didn't listen to my normal music. I only had kids music on, you know, I was so perfect. And by the time the other kids came, I got out my, (laughs) my 
old school rap with the curse words. And it's like, I can't do this anymore. I love you know, it. I need, I need, you know, um, my, my music, I need to be me. I need to be silly. And, um, and now with my grandson, I mean, I curse in front of him all the time. And my son, you know, I, I talked to him about it. I didn't just start doing it, but, um, he said, now I curse in front of him too. And I was like, okay, because I don't know if I could go back. This is who I am now. And so <laughs> uh, like, I can't you shut it back down. Right. Yeah. And so, um, you know, so give yourself grace. You don't need to be perfect. So that means to yeah. me. I mean, being committed to being a human being first. Like, yes. Yes. You know, like I'm a human being first. Sorry. Oh gosh, and yes. I need to take care of myself. And yeah. then I can take care of you. <laughs> Right. Absolutely. Yeah. An authentic human being too. I mean, a lot of times we lose our, our ability to be authentic or we think we have to as parents. Mm -hmm. And I think my kids enjoy me more when I speak my mind or, or, you know, stub my toe and curse versus stub my toe and go, oopsie doopsie. You know, they, (laughs) they want the real me, the authentic me. Now they might disagree with that, but all right. So um, the holidays can be a challenging time for many people. There is often more pressure to spend time with family and friends, as well as the more pressure to buy gifts, participate in holiday activities. You know, the list gets bigger and bigger during the holidays. All of this can lead to an increased level of stress and anxiety, which can impact our resilience. So my next question to y'all is, how do the holidays impact your resilience and well-being? Hmm. Yeah, I this question kind of caught me off guard because I was thinking like, huh, how does the holidays impact it? And um, I have a, a unique situation in that our holiday celebrations are just us. Like it's just me, my husband, my kid, um, all of our family live far away and don't really celebrate the holidays. Um, and, and we kind of made that decision to protect our sanity, (laughs) to just celebrate it with us because, you know, there's a couple Christmases where, you know, someone's drunk and someone's yelling Mm -hmm. and it's stress and it's not, it's not the way we want to celebrate it. So we've Mm -hmm. kind of been intentional about choosing to celebrate it the way that feels right for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is what has a positive has had a positive impact on our well-being during the holidays setting boundaries like I'm not getting mm-hmm. gifts for you if you have a job I'm sorry like you can buy whatever you want for yourself that's the point of working but kids I will go crazy and buy gifts for kids you know because yeah. it's, it's the fun part of seeing them open up the gifts so yeah. just choosing what our boundaries are what we will and won't do and being being happy about it you know yeah I like that healthy boundaries Melanie yeah, How did the holidays I, impact your resilience and well-being? Well, I have to be completely transparent here. Um, as a young married mom, I'm now a, a <laughs> I, I think I'm still kind of young, um, young uh, divorced mom. The holidays impact me a lot differently. Um, you know, I've learned over the years that the holidays can be extremely stressful, especially um, as moms, because oftentimes mm-hmm there is this pressure for moms to perform, right? For Mm -hmm. us to be the Mm -hmm. one that are putting on this grand holiday extravaganza Mm -hmm. to create Mm -hmm. memories, to make, you know, these great um, grand gestures for our children and our families. And um, for a really long time, um, especially while I was married, that impacted me a great deal to the point where 
um, I didn't enjoy the holidays. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't have resilience during the holidays. Mm -hmm. It really impacted my well-being in that I was just grumpy because I had mm -hmm. so much to do. There mm -hmm. were so many things, you know, there, there, it's not just the gift list. It's the to-do list. It's the, yep. you know, cleaning the house and, and mm -hmm. getting the decorations up and mm -hmm. making sure everybody's at their Christmas play. And, you know, there's just so much pressure, um, so many extra things that have to be done. Um, and, you know, throughout the years, I, I've really learned, um, as Giselle said, to set up some um, healthy boundaries mm -hmm. um, and to learn how to say no. Um, that <laughs> it, it's still uh, something I have to practice every mm -hmm. year um, because you don't want to hurt anyone's family, you know, feelings, especially your family, especially your friends. Um, you know, you don't you don't want to. Um, have your kids have bad memories of the holidays, right? Right. So um, it, it really has been um, a, a growth opportunity for me, I will say. Um, it doesn't impact me in the same way it used to, but the holidays do impact my resilience in that it's one of those kind of heavy things that takes me mm -hmm. a while to bounce back from. Um, mm -hmm. You know, in January, there are often times when I'm very happy that the holidays are over mm -hmm. because it just, it is a lot. Um, I'm also very much an introvert, so I don't I don't gain energy from being around tons of people yeah. <laughs> during the holidays. But that's what the holidays are about, right? Is spending time around people. Yeah. So I almost need um I need a recovery period after the holidays are over to get you know to get recentered, to get back to myself, um, and really honestly to recover and, and get back to that um to my well-being practices and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it, it impacted me a lot more <laughs> um, a few years ago. I'm getting better, but um, it, it's very impactful. It's very, um, it can be heavy. It can be a lot. It's very stressful. Um, and it, it takes a lot to recover from the holidays, if I'm just yeah. being frank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have that my, well, my husband's company shuts down the week after Christmas and I love it because I, I take that time off or I did when I was working outside of what we're doing now. Um, and I took that time off with him and it was recovery for, for us both, uh, for, mm -hmm. after the holidays, I didn't schedule anything other than if we went somewhere together, but I didn't schedule any get togethers or anything during that week off. It was our recovery time. So I'm really glad that you mentioned that. Okay, Samantha, how does you know, the, how the I, affect you? <laughs> so I moved away from all of my family when I was 21, I think. Um, and I, at that point, I, I started lear really learning about the boundary for like, no, I am not going to come home every Christmas and every Thanksgiving. Like, mm -hmm. no, 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 no. Um, and so I set that before being a mom. And so like the boundaries thing critical for me, you know, but I'm the person who's like, no, you don't have to come and we're not coming there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're going to do our thing. And, and I'm completely okay with that. I think my um, biggest struggle now with being a mom is I want to give my kids absolutely everything. So the other day, Livy and I were driving and she, they had started putting up some Christmas decorations, like on the outside of buildings and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. and she's like, Oh, 
there's Christmas decorations. We need to go home and put ours up. And I said, oh no, sweetie, <laughs> we will not do that until after Thanksgiving. And she was like, what? Why? <laughs> and I was, and I said, mommy does one holiday at a time. Like, mm-hmm. and so just having to like, also, I think because I naturally, I mean, want to give them all this stuff, like reminding myself that I have to have boundaries with them too. Mm -hmm. You know, she's got already for the month of December, two birthday invitations. And I'm like, we won't be doing that. Not happening, you know, because I need to preserve my time. I need to, Mm -hmm. I'm an introvert too. Like I, I need my mental health time and I can't, I just can't do it. So I think for me, the, my boundary setting and my really introspective piece is on what I'm doing for my children um, and reminding myself that I am equally as important. Oh, I love, love that. Yeah. I love that. I also love in that example, Samantha, how um, you're, you're modeling to your little one that mm-hmm. just because other people are doing it at this time mm-hmm. of year doesn't mean our family has mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we can get so caught up in that, right? Mm-hmm. The, the holidays are so commercialized. It's like, you know, as soon as Thanksgiving hits, we start hearing these holiday songs. Um, yep. And I feel like that's very much intentional, you know, from a, yes. a commercial point of view. But for you to say, you know, no, mommy only does one holiday at a time or, you know, in our family, this is how we celebrate. I yeah. mean, what a what a tremendous example to her that you can be different and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. And you yeah. make your own, like what, what I found with our family is that we just pick and choose the things that we want to do, like yes. from the yes. commercial thing, you know, we build mm-hmm. our own like a Build-A-Bear, like you just build your own, (laughs) you know, and as long as we are together and present, like, it's amazing, you know, I'm here with my kid and I'm I'm present with her and my husband. And like you said, we have the week off after Christmas and, and it's just kind of quiet and Mm -hmm. peaceful. I mean, as peaceful as it can be with the toddler, but you know, it's just, we make it what we want it to be. And and that's Mm -hmm. what helps us get through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys, so, I have to tell you, it just started snowing here. It's oh, like, it's wonderful. right on cue. It's snowing <laughs> for our holiday episode. Melanie, now you have to go put I up your it. holiday decorations. No, <laughs> don't do it. Say no, Melanie. <laughs> totally kidding. Um, so for me, uh, everything that I have in my notes is going to touch on what y'all touched on. So I'm going to just stray a little bit. But last year, um, I canceled um our family gathering that we have here on Christmas day. Mm. And I didn't bring it back this year. Um, And I canceled last year because I was, I I was burned out at work. I was, uh, I was at my end, you know, there was, I had nothing else to give. And um, I, I knew that it would be too draining. Like Melanie mentioned that I'm an introvert. I had nothing left. It didn't, it doesn't refill my batteries to have people over. Um, I always enjoyed it when everyone was there, but leading up to it and then the day of, and then while everybody's mm-hmm. there, it was too much. And I knew my limits. And so for me, it comes back to giving yourself grace, setting healthy boundaries and giving yourself permission to say no. And the most important thing that I started last year um, for me was I don't have to tell people why I'm saying no, because mm-hmm. at, mm-hmm. at the time I was, Gosh too emotional 
to tell people why I was saying no. I I didn't feel comfortable um, getting into it with the family members that would have been coming. Um, No is the answer that you get and you don't need a reason. And it has I been, that. I mean, I have to practice it. Uh, I get invited to, you know, you know, evenings out or get togethers. And I say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be able to make it, period. There's no, mm-hmm. I'm doing this or that. And it was the same thing with our holiday get togethers. And so um, I, I love this, this family. Um, they are, I love being around them. I always enjoy seeing them, but it took so much away from my holiday Mm-hmm. that this year I didn't bring it back. And I was thinking even this year, nobody asked <laughs> if I was doing it. And I thought, I want to make it another time of year. And so uh, for my own well-being, maybe it's not a Christmas get together with this family because I, you know, I, I'm from a divorced family. So it was divvied up. My time was divvied up. So I am thinking I might do something wacky and make it, you know, Valentine's Day get together or, you know, something that is not a time of stress Mm -hmm. to be able to have our traditions because we had traditions. We did, um, we always did a a salsa contest. We always did, we had an award that somebody took home, you know, like it it was fun and I would love to do it, but I think we can change it to another time of year where I'm not drained. And that was the boundary that I put in place for myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that's what I'm looking forward to doing this year. Um, in the coming year, 2023, not, not this Christmas because we're not doing it. Right. You know, there's I so much. Yeah. So Absolutely. much. I just felt like anyone listening to this, like this is your permission slip to cancel Christmas. <laughs> right. I just love that we all are setting these boundaries and making that because I feel like so much of the stress of the holidays and the get togethers, as lovely as they are, there's just so much obligation that people feel. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. breathe, relax, release. Like yeah. you, it's mm-hmm. your family. Like I'll see you any time of the year. Like you said, mm-hmm. like we can pick another time of the year. We don't need yeah. to have this pressure for right. the holidays. Right. Love that. How much power is there in just being able to say, that's not going to work for me? Right. It's so so much. powerful to just yeah. be able yeah. to say that. I yeah. give you permission to use it and abuse it (laughs) (laughs) anytime you want it's so powerful the next time you start to say no to somebody and you follow up with because stop yourself it's it is so empowering Mm -hmm. and then let me know how that goes for you (laughs) so the holidays can have a number of physical effects such as fatigue weight gain and decreased immunity and that's not including (laughs) the germs that spread around during the holidays. <laughs> so it's important to be aware of these physical effects and take steps to avoid them. So my next question for Giselle, what physical effects do, you, do the holidays bring on for you? Yeah, well, I live in the Northern hemisphere of the world. So <laughs> it's cold, it's dark early. We are indoors a lot. Uh, and so, you know, vitamin D is not getting mm-hmm. uh, as much of that. Um, so definitely the fatigue comes. I think I have like three hot chocolates a day um, <laughs> plus coffee. Uh, but for me, yeah, it's mostly the fatigue. And I was thinking a lot today about like seasonal affective disorder. And, uh-huh. um, not that it's something that I particularly struggle with, but in the work that I do supporting people with uh, their emotional health, um, just thinking about how this time can be so difficult for somebody that uh, doesn't listen to their emotions, doesn't let themselves feel things. And 
at different times of the year, especially when it's warmer and we can get outside and we can be busy and active, it's it's really easy to kind of avoid those things. And now that it's darker and it's quieter and we're sitting with ourselves a lot more, um, a lot of stuff can come up. And so for me, I'm grateful that I kind of have the tools to work through the stuff that comes up and that I kind of expected at this time of year. I kind of look forward to the kind of slower pace. I don't, I'm not like as active, obviously, mm -hmm. um, but I, I do more kind of like yoga or meditate or getting some kind of slower movement in, I find has been helping me and definitely taking all of the vitamins and supplements and, and just really staying on top of that, especially this year. Cause ugh, I got a kid in daycare, everything. Comes yeah. home. <laughs> so just yeah. like really, you know, cause I, I realized that, you know, our bodies have to fight things off to learn how to fight things off, you know? Mm -hmm. So sometimes we get sick and, and the process is, you know, how can I give my body what it needs to, to heal faster? Um, resting a lot and uh yeah just remembering that this is the time of year where I don't need to be super physical outside doing all the things I can give myself permission to just take it slow yeah so yeah Melanie what physical effects do the holidays bring on for you <laughs> well this is this is a really timely question I I'm I think I shared in a previous podcast that I have an amazing therapist. Um, and I recall um, it was about a month ago in our, in our one-on-one -on -one session that um, I said, you know, I'm just, I'm just feeling blah. And if you can picture my hands moving down my body, like, Oh, you know, I just feel, Oh yeah. And he said, you know, well, I'm looking at, you know, this, this movement that you're doing as you're saying how you're feeling. And I'm, I'm sensing a little fight energy coming out there. Um, and I feel like that's kind of the physical effect that the holidays and this time of year have mm. on me um, is that oftentimes we're, we are so driven by productivity, right? We're so driven by the, the next thing we have to do mm -hmm. that, you know, very naturally during this time of year, I think our bodies want to kind of hibernate. We want to get cozy. We want to be warm. We want to eat comfort foods. We want to do all of that stuff but we live in a culture where that's not really encouraged this time of year. It's the go, go, go. It's the do, do, do. So for me, um, for a long time, it was about sort of fighting that natural urge. I had to shut down a little bit during this season. Yeah. Um, I'm really working on that about, about not trying to shut that down and really trying to acknowledge that fight energy that's emerging mm -hmm. in me. Like, mm -hmm. no, yeah. you do need to just kind of chill and, and drink the hot chocolates and, yeah. and you know, do the, the more, you know, the slow movements and that sort of thing. Because I think, um, you know, depending on where you live in the United States, um, it, it can be really, really hard to be super active when it's really cold outside or yeah. it's getting dark earlier um and your body is attuned to that and and our bodies kind of naturally know what we need so um i guess for me the thing that i'm learning is um the physical effect that the holidays bring on for me is that my body is saying you need to rest mm. this is going to be a marathon you're going to be spending right? time with people you don't yes. normally spend time with rest mm -hmm. you know lean into that mm -hmm. and and don't you know it, <laughs> don't fight what your body is naturally telling you mm -hmm. um yeah. it, it's almost like it's counterintuitive for me 
Um, yeah. it's, it's, you feel a little bit of both you feel like that fight energy, you know, gosh, I just want to stay home. Um, I don't want to go and do all of these things. Um, that's the physical effect that the holidays have yeah. on me, um, mm-hmm. listening to that and acknowledging that and honoring my body. Um, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah. But so important. And, you know, like Giselle said, have the hot chocolate, <laughs> have three and then a coffee. <laughs> just Giselle right, mentioned. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Samantha, what physical effects do the holidays bring on for you? So I, um, my mental health all mm-hmm. hinges on my ability to have at least 30 minutes of me time to mm-hmm. do some form of exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, and holiday season throws me out of whack because my kids are off for two weeks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I have not figured out how to get my me time when my kids are home with me yeah. 24 hours a day for two weeks. And so I, I start to feel like I can, I feel it. And then if I don't get my exercise, like my brain is all wired that way, right? Talk about routines. Um, and no, this is not part of my OCD. <laughs> Just like that we're talking <laughs> earlier about my OCD. Um, but like, I, I don't get my exercise in. So I start to eat worse, right? Mm-hmm. Like I start munching and snacking all the time and all this stuff. And then I'm sitting around and then I just feel, and, um, and then I start feeling negative and like, Oh, I just, and then I'm like, Oh, I just want my more time for myself. Like, and then I want more than half an hour, you know, uh, because it's not there. I can't even shower by myself. Um, and I know that like, this phase of motherhood that I'm in is not going to be here forever. Eventually Mm -hmm. my kids are going to be like, mom, we don't even want to spend time with you on the two weeks. And then I'm going to be thinking back to the days where I was like, Oh, um, but right now in it, because I can't find that 30 minutes every single day, it's a struggle. It is a struggle for me physically. Yeah. And you know, they're home for two weeks for the holidays, but also all the illnesses that go around. Mm Mm-hmm they're home more than that. Yeah. You know, so uh, often, especially when they're littles, um, maybe yep. not when they're a little older and I'm not talking, um, the pandemic <laughs> because that right on its own. Um, no, so the good old germs. Yeah. Germs, germs, <laughs> germs. Um, yeah. so for me, I have, um, I have just typical burnout that you get during the holiday season. I'm not talking about what I went through last year for work, but, just you, how much more can you do or give mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then turn around and go to all the functions you need to go to. But the anxiety of, um, did I get everyone? Did mm-hmm. I wrap all the gifts? Did I, did, did I get equal amounts for each of the kids? Um, is anybody going to get their feelings mm-hmm. hurt? Uh, do I have enough money to cover all of this? Um, and then that gives me headaches mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. You know, tension, body tension, mm-hmm. back aches. Um, and also, I don't know if this is kind of counterintuitive, but there's an isolation that all of those feelings then bring on because you feel like you're the only one feeling mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, do I have enough money? Oh my gosh, did I do everything mm-hmm. I needed to do? Did I get everybody a good enough gift? Because it seems like everyone else has everything together. Mm-hmm. And so even though you're out in public and seeing people um, for all of these holiday functions, sometimes I feel very isolated. and. Um, and uh, I don't know, it's not sadness, but just the anxiety and the tension that that brings into my body during the holiday season. 
right? No wonder our fight energy comes out. Right? <laughs> like, no, I don't want to do all of this. Yeah. If your body's well, like, I don't want, I don't want to go through all of that again. Right. Right. We just did this last year. Right. And it was. Didn't it, you it, learn, body? Didn't you learn? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it starts in October. And I, I like. It does for me too. Yeah. I do one holiday Absolutely. at a time. But I feel like it's, um, it starts in October and then it goes until after January 1st. And so mm-hmm. nine months out of the year, uh, you know, your body might be saying, you know, prepare for this or whatever, <laughs> but it's, it's so fast. It's so quick yes. that it, it yeah. comes at you again. Um, you know, and of course life happens in between those three months mm-hmm. of holidays. So, all right, last one, um, self-care is important during the holidays to help you stay resilient. Some self-care techniques that you can use during the holidays include getting enough sleep, eating healthy foods, and exercising regularly. Uh, Samantha. Oh, which we know Samantha's not doing. (laughs) I think we all struggle with this during the holidays. Um, But um, so I'm going to ask the question. Um, Giselle, I know you shared some of the self-care techniques that you have, but if you have any others that you use during the holiday season. Um, yeah, I, I share the ones that I, I do slowing down, slower movements, um, honoring how I'm feeling, but, mm-hmm. um, I would say the biggest self-care thing that we can do that we don't do enough, um, that I don't do enough as a mom, sometimes I'll just be like, oh, I haven't checked in with myself in a minute. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't sat down and said, Giselle, how are you experiencing this thing? Cause you're stressed. Why is this thing stressing you? Mm-hmm. You know, and getting really specific and clear because I think when my emotions are really vague and you know I'm just feeling all this anxiety I'm not really clear on why I'm anxious mm-hmm. um I it feels like this big thing uh and then when I sit down and I get really clear and specific I'm like oh okay well I can just do this and that won't be a problem anymore and I feel relief you know so uh, making even if it's you know when I lay down in bed at the end of the day or when I'm in the shower or, because it is hard to get time to myself. I, I do need to ask my husband to step in so that I can get that time. Um, but when I can do it, uh, another thing I love to do, pop her in the stroller and go for a walk. And mm-hmm. as I'm walking, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. um, you know, dress warmly. But that's my time to think and to like really get clear on like what is going on within me. How am I feeling about things? Um and because it just reminds me that I'm important and that I matter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't always get to journal, but uh, even just dictating into my phone, like I think we talked about in a previous episode, like just getting it out, mm-hmm. checking in with myself. That's the biggest thing that can get me through anything, yeah. really. That's what, that's the tool in my resilience tool belt, for sure. Yeah, that's a good one. I think a lot of people don't use it as often as they, I mean, I think people know it's a good idea. And they do it a couple of times and like, oh, this was so helpful, but I don't think we use it enough or regularly enough um, to, to see the benefits as, as, as many benefits as there would be if they, if they journaled regularly and did those check-ins with themselves. Um, Melanie, yeah, what about you? I, I love the idea of calling this a check-in. Um, for me, mm-hmm. it's really about um, knowing and acknowledging and being aware of what's going on with my body. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so, um, even just, you know, gosh, I'm feeling kind of tense in my shoulders. What's going on there? Feeling that, acknowledging that, um, not just powering through it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think so often as moms, especially during the holidays, it's super busy that we just, 
we just keep going. We power through rather than um, pausing for a moment and, um, you know, just sitting with that. Like, what, what, what do my shoulders feel like? What would it feel like if I just rolled them back a little bit? What yeah. would it feel like if I just moved a little bit? Mm-hmm. Um, those sorts of things are, are really important self-care techniques for me. Um, and this isn't really a, a wellness self-care technique, but saying no is a yeah. huge mm-hmm. one for mm-hmm. me um, mm-hmm. in order to, you know, maintain my, my sanity during the holidays. I think it's, um, it's okay to say no. Um, getting mm-hmm. enough sleep is another huge one for me. If I'm, if I'm not sleeping well, it seems like everything else mm-hmm. goes sideways. So really making sure that if I do have lots of planned activities that um, I'm also planning sleep and yeah. that I'm, I'm planning, you know, how, how my work days might go based on, you know, can I get a nap in, <laughs> in yeah. between, in between work and doing this thing I need to do. Um, that's also really, really important, but you know, again, kind of the number one for me is just checking in with my body and and um, bringing that awareness to me, even if I have sort of racing thoughts about, oh, did I get everybody the right present? Kind of what you were talking about, Samantha, or I'm sorry, Jessica, mm-hmm. um, you know, just making sure that um, I'm checking in with how how my my physical being is reacting mm-hmm. to what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. Really, really important. Yeah. It's not always easy to remember, but gosh, it's so important. Because your body tells you, your body will tell you yes. what mm-hmm. you need. Mm-hmm. It tells you. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Samantha, what about you? You know, um, I've recently just started because on the weekend sometimes, like Cole is really starting to enjoy his stroller mm-hmm. and sitting up and looking out. So I can take him on a longer walk and he'll enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but Livy, I'll be like, Livy, let's go for a walk. Are we only going to walk to the flowers? <laughs> no, <laughs> we are walking all the way around the block, you know, or we're going to walk through the park or whatever. And she'll be like, oh, I don't want to do that. And I have just been like, it doesn't matter. That's what we're doing. Um, because mommy needs it. Like, mm-hmm. and just being like clear and honest with her, because the, then I can get 30 minutes in of outside Uh you know, in the fresh air lately, she's been riding her scooter. So she rides ahead of me anyway. (laughs) Um, and, and just like, you know, just like, okay, we've done it a couple of times a day, like on the weekend, even just because I'm like, um, which is super helpful, but I've also made myself a promise that this, um, holiday break, I am getting some sitter help on some days. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that I can have the freedom to take some time away from myself, like so that I can say, you know what, there with somebody who's safe, and I'm gonna go do X, Y, and Z. I'm gonna go to the beach and just sit there, or <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, um, I, like I've already, I already have talked to a couple sitters, and I'm like, hey, I'll be reaching out when we get closer to Christmas, you know? Yeah. Um, just to get a few hours here and there. Yeah. So important. Mm-hmm. If you can yeah. do it. I mean, yeah, so important. Being a mom is so overstimulating. Oh, <laughs> overstimulating. <laughs> so overst- there's just always noise. There's always things you're thinking about. And yeah. I one one technique that I've started doing is literally just sticking my fingers in my ears and closing my eyes. Mm. It's like a little sensory deprivation moment. 
where I can just hear my heart beating in my ears. And like, mm -hmm. I come out of that. I'm like, Oh, I feel a lot more grounded. Like I wasn't taking mm -hmm. in the external input and stimuli for a mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. yeah, and that's been really helpful. Mm -hmm. I just mentioning your heartbeat. Um, it just sounded relaxing, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. just the beat of your own heart or the, your pulse um, sounded so relaxing. Um, I, my, it's funny because I think you guys mentioned everything here that I, have. <laughs> I have <laughs> slow down, say no, me time, get outdoors. Um, and what's really important for myself is alone time to decompress. Um, and I don't mean, you know, sitting on the couch, watching TV with my husband. I mean, alone time mm -hmm. by myself. I have my, um, my routine that I go through at night and it is, I'm by myself for an hour before I go to bed. And, um, it wasn't, you know, necessarily planned that way. It just became what it is. And I look forward to it being by myself and my kids are grown and I know, so, you know, y'all with littles don't probably get that right now, but just keep in mind sometime down the road, you might get that hour to yourself every day. Uh, and I like the quiet. I like the quiet and the choosing of whatever I need to do and processing my thoughts. Um, I can feel whatever I need to feel. So like Melanie said, um, you know, what is this in my shoulders? What is it like, what am I feeling right now? How do I process it? I, I give myself time to, I have allow myself to feel and heal. And so y'all covered everything that I think I was going to say. <laughs> I think we've given, given everybody some, some really great, ideas on how to um, get yourself some self-care um, outdoors. The outdoors are so important to me. And in Arizona, that's where I am. It's actually a really good time of year to be outside. So where other parts of the country are going to be buried in snow during the holidays, I can actually go outside where, mm -hmm. you know, during the summer, I cannot, my skin will melt off, but right now I can get out there and I'm loving it. I'm going for walks and feeling the breeze and, um, and I love to read by myself in the quiet. So uh, I, I have that time for myself. Um, you know what uh, I love about this all Jessica is like, yeah. I just keep thinking every time we answer something um, and we may have like little different nuances and stuff, but just recognizing, gosh, we're all in the same thing, right? Uh -huh. Like yeah. every single one of us. So like reaching out to your other mom friends, yes. because you know what? They're going through it too. So be your honest self with them so that you guys can both be like, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom yeah. walks. Mom, Mom walks. walks. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Put those kids in a stroller and walk and yeah. out together. And they'll they'll maybe entertain each other in the strollers talking to each other while you guys talk. That's, you know, I have a, um, I have a friend who has a daughter that is my grandson's age and we go places together and we plan what we're going to do based on what we need. So do we need a minute where they go off and play by themselves so we can actually have adult conversation or do we want mm -hmm. to interact and, you know, where we don't get to spend a lot of time talking. So Gosh, that's yeah. so smart. Yeah. And, and I mean, we'll talk about it. Nope. I really need to vent this week. Let's take them here so they can mm -hmm. go and, and entertain each other or come over to my house and we'll put them in the bounce house and we will sit there and just talk. And then other times like, let's go to the children's museum. So, mm -hmm. um, I mean, and that's so helpful for, for me. And I, 
I don't have him full time. I just watch him three days a week and it's really two and a half days a week. But, you know, I mean, parenting's hard. So and hard. and so you you need to make sure you're listening to what your needs are. And then like Samantha said, I mean, we reach out to each other all the time. You know, she'll text me and say, here's what I need. And I'm like, I'm on it. Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And so it's important that you reach out to the people in your lives. And, um, and you know, Giselle, you can you can contact Samantha or myself and we will go walk our, I will walk with my grandson and you, you know, and Melanie, my kids are grown when he's not here. We'll go walk together on our phones, you know, even though we're not in the same country. (laughs) All right. Any other thoughts to share before we wrap up? I just love talking with you guys and hearing that I'm not alone. I feel like as a newbie mom still, you know, I only have one child and she's still a toddler. I can feel you know, like, am I doing this right? Am I? And then I hear other moms talking. I'm like, oh yeah, we're all, we're all, this is just what it is. Like, this mm-hmm. is just what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm doing it just reaffirms that I'm doing a good job. You know, so many times yeah. we can get down on ourselves, especially around the holidays. Like, am I doing a good job? Am I doing everything? And yep. it's like, you probably are. <laughs> yes. you know? Yeah. You probably are. Um, yep. so I'm just, I'm grateful for this, this convo and for all of yeah. you guys for sharing your experience. Very much aligned with what I would love to share too, is just that number one, we're not alone. Um, number two, motherhood doesn't get easier as you go, the older your kids get, things just get, <laughs> don't different. scare them. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just get different. But yeah, I think the really yeah. important, the super important thing to remember is that being a mom is only one part of your identity. Yes. You're so much more yes. than just a mom. You're, yes. you're so much more than that. Um, and I think in our culture, we get so caught up in this idea that, um, you know, mom is everything that, mm-hmm. that, you know, you have to be everything to your child. And that's just not the case. That's mm-hmm. not realistic. Yeah. Um, and I think oftentimes as moms, we end up having these awakened moments where we realize like, wait a minute, that's not who I am. Why am I yeah. being this way with my child? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. sort of like you were saying, Jessica, with your first child, um, yeah. <laughs> you wake up and you realize like, wait a minute, this isn't who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though being a mom is so important, it's probably one of the most important jobs you'll ever have. It's not the only part of you. Mm-hmm. There are so many more parts of you that exist. So acknowledge Absolutely. those parts, be aware of those parts, honor those parts and, you know, don't forget, you don't have to be everything to your child. Happy childhoods come in all shapes and sizes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Samantha, anything to share? No, no. So before we wrap up, I'm going to steal from Samantha because um, it's something that comes up in every single one of our podcasts and she already touched on it, but I'm going to use her keyword (laughs) (laughs) community. Mm -hmm. So even though this, this episode isn't about a resiliency story and, and we didn't hear um, it, it comes up every time finding your community she touched on it and I was waiting for her keyword to come out. <laughs> no, but, I did it differently. This yeah, time. <laughs> I know. And every time we talk, it, it always comes up, whether it's from us or somebody else. Um, finding your community is so important. And um, like each of you has said, you're not alone. And, and there were so many um, crossover themes that we all had in our responses, mm-hmm. even though they were different, but finding your community. Um, and like Samantha said, reach out to the people in your life. Um, and I know Samantha's big tip is, um, she found her community because she moved from state to state. She 
finds her community online sometimes where she's in community groups and um and I've taken her advice and I found my community for different things but find some mommy groups or you know if, if you don't have family in your state join those mommy groups online um or like I have actually thought about posting in our <laughs> our real housewives group in my area and I'm not going to say the name because it's so funny but um it's real housewives of blank and um anyway um <laughs> I was thinking about posting, you know, uh, about anybody wanting to take a walk with somebody like I'm, I'm retired ish. My kids are grown. Um, you know, I'm looking for somebody who also has grown kids that might want to take walks with me in my neighborhood because the things that we would talk about are, are different than, you know, like I want to talk about my kids going away to school. What am I going to do with the empty nest? You know, that kind of thing, like find your community. And I'm so glad that Samantha has talked about that on so many occasions because now I think about it a lot. Go find my community. Who are my community members and who can I lean on? So moms, find your community and lean on each other. Yes. And even if it's not other moms, like Melanie said, you're more than just a mom. So find an activity that you like that's just for you and uh-huh. find a community there. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be about moms. Right. Exactly. It could be a mm-hmm. yoga group. It could be, it doesn't matter, but mm-hmm. like you said, be you and go find your community. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode about being a resilient mom. Please take time this holiday season to give yourself grace, find time for self-care and enjoy the season. Thank you to Giselle and to Melanie for joining us today. If you would like to hear more from Giselle, you can find her on Instagram at at mighty underscore emotions. Thank you for joining us. Thank you everyone for your time. Thank you for listening to And Life Happened. We hope you enjoyed this episode and will continue to listen and like our podcast. If you would like to support our podcast, you can do so by sharing this with others to build our community of resilience. To stay updated on the latest information, please follow us at and underscore life happened on Instagram. If you would like to share your life happened story of resilience, please complete the form in our Instagram bio. These are our personal stories and we are not mental health professionals. This is not a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health or personal advice. Thank you.